Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. As always, it's an honor and a privilege to come across your airways, to be part of your community here, to study God's Word, to learn from it, to grow from it. Man, did we have a podcast yesterday talking about uh, uh, relationships and those types of things and desires. And we always enjoy when we can illuminate, uh, when God illuminates to us and we get to share that with you and and uh, let uh, see what God does with our hearts as we study his word. He does so much. He shows us so much. And uh, it's great that we have the author that comes with the book, Stephanie. I, I'm <laughs> always thrilled about that. Yes. And so, Stephanie, now we haven't had a kid update in a while. So, uh, why don't you why don't you lay a kid update on us real quick here? Okay. Well, the kids are um, doing well. It's hard to believe that um, the second semester of the school year is underway, but they're doing well. Um, I'm kind of struggling with realizing that my oldest will be a junior in high school in just a few a few short months. Um, but they're uh, by God's grace, I think they're all doing well. Um, my oldest couple of sons, God continues to grow them, and he grew them over over the holidays in ways as, as they once again um, helped me, stood by me when I when we were going through some trials and deep, deep times of struggling. And, and um, so anyway, I, the Lord's continuing to teach us things, and, um, but the kids, the kids all seem to be doing really well. So what grades are we going into next year? The oldest is going to be a junior next year. So go backwards with us. So, so junior, sophomore, freshman, um, and then I will have a seventh grade, sixth grade, fifth grade, third grade. I think something like that in first grade. Wow. And I maybe added one grade in there. Let's see. Seventh, no. No, it's sixth, right. seventh, sixth, fourth first and and then i think that has me covered something like that yeah because emmy's in kindergarten this year i think i yeah she'll be in first caleb i think will be in third sam will be in fifth stephanie will be in sixth hudson will be in seventh so yeah i was right the first time there you go yeah it's by when you're born those uh school dates start and stuff yeah um and then they change before you can think about it too long they change again so it kind of messes you up a little bit. It does, man. I'm telling you, school will mess you up. And it goes by so quickly. My mother used to say the days are long, the years are fast. And, uh, boy, she was right about that. Enjoy life was her motto, uh, you know. And there's something to be said about that. So we continue on. You know, we have this segment, Stephanie. We've been dealing with the knuckleheaded segment for well over a year now. You know, and what's hard to believe for me, too, is that we're, you know, when we were down at Pensacola, that girl said, so you're the knucklehead leader. <laughs> but uh, it's it's hard to believe we're coming up on two years. We're going to have to do something special on our two-year anniversary. 
maybe we'll, you know, maybe we'll bring people back who visited or something, you know, like maybe Pastor Crockett and, you know, maybe Pastor Miller. Maybe we'll try to get another microphone here. We'll have you on the phone and, and we'll just laugh our way through our anniversary or something. I don't know. We got to figure that out. I'm tracking along the days so I know. And I got to go back and look at Facebook when I told everybody to listen to the podcast, what the first day was, because I want to make sure that we're right there uh, for our anniversary. And uh, we know where we're at. That's a pretty big deal. Uh, two years of a podcast and God's been good to us. Thank you for those of you who support this and help us to do this and, and get it through. And if you want to make a donation, if you want to skip a, uh, you know, five or six lattes a month and just set up a $25 a month thing to the podcast, go ahead and do that out there on woundedspirits.com and make a donation. It has a drop down box. You just pick the podcast and we're just trying to get through as we go through. We sure do love you folks. Appreciate everything you've already done. And uh, so we get to this knucklehead thing that's a year old, Stephanie, and and uh, we, we do this knucklehead thing, and, and honestly, it's helped some people. I've heard from people, and people like the knucklehead thing. Remember, we were going to let it go <clears throat> yeah, because yeah. we thought it was negative juju or something like that, and, and we were saying, you know what, we're going to give the knucklehead thing up, and people were angry about that. People were like, stop that. What are you talking about, man? That's the most practical thing we hear on any given day. So we're going to continue on. And we do it for three reasons. We do it, number one, so that you know what a knucklehead looks like. Number two, so you're not a knucklehead. And number three, sometimes it's humorous, like it was two podcasts ago. It was humorous, and people liked that. People laughed. And so uh, we, we, we can leave that on there for at least another month. And uh, <laughs> so what I've been trying to do is I've been trying to do the knucklehead and the things you don't say at the same time. Uh, to kill two birds with one stone, so to speak. And and uh, one of the things that people say that makes them a knucklehead is they'll walk up to somebody who says they have PTSD, who's trying to do it, and they'll just say, loosen up, you're too uptight. And again, folks, the complete opposite of what we want to say or do to somebody with PTSD. A lot of folks don't realize what depression can do to you, uh, what uh, being hypervigilant can do to you, what uh, suffering from guilt can do to you, you know, where, again, it's a journey. Remembering that PTSD is a journey and, and that we have a responsibility with God to continue through that journey, not to get stuck somewhere along the way, not to be getting off exits and hit a rest area, but to be driving along. We have a responsibility to the journey, but we've got to remember it's a journey that everybody goes through. And sometimes some people, some knuckleheads come along in our life and they mess up the journey. You know, we'll be cruising yeah. along good and they come in and they mess up our safe zone, Stephanie, and they yeah. they, they yeah. mess up how we're feeling. And, you know, there's people out there that just exude bad juju. It's just the reality of life, man. They are, yeah. they are negative. They're, they're downers. They're, they're knuckle, And they try to. Their attempt is to make us miserable. You can't tell me people are as stupid as they are and their attempt is not to make us miserable. I won't buy yeah. that. You know, yeah. they're trying to make us miserable and uh, I don't feel good about that. I don't want to be miserable. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I just thought I'd share that with all you folks out there. And uh, so you got the knuckleheaded thing down. You got what not to say, but what to say. And I, I just really want to say, you know, be the person today, be the person this week that goes out and says, you know, you're awesome. You're great. It's wonderful to work with you. Things are going to be all right. Uh, do you want a vente? Be that type of person. Praise God. Right. Be the encourager. Be the uh, be the person that helps somebody feel good about themselves. You know, it's amazing what somebody who feels good about themselves can accomplish in life. It's amazing yeah. when people have confidence. You know, you read some of Einstein's uh, 
you know, biographies. He's, and, uh, you know, he worked with this one guy on it's kind of a semi-autobiography. And the guy thought he was totally useless. He was the weird one. And he had a couple of people in his life who said, are you kidding me? You're a genius. Keep doing this. Eisenhower, they told Eisenhower he was no good. His whole family told him he was a loser because he didn't want to be a Jehovah's Witness. And he wanted to go to a military academy. He applied to the Navy Academy, and they said, you're not bright enough. He applied to the Army Academy, and the senator told him, hey, if you're not a Jehovah's Witness, you better get another religion. He walked across the street and joined the Presbyterian Church uh, way back then. And then I, I think, it, you know, these people graduated from in the 20s somewhere. It was the class yeah. the stars fell upon. And uh, boy, did God use that, you know, and, and he was told he was an idiot. He was told, don't apply for the, the, the military academy. The Army's called the military academy. The Navy's called the Naval Academy. And, uh, but, you know, the military, don't, they're not going to accept you. If the Navy didn't accept you, they're not going to accept you. Well, I'm sure glad that he didn't listen. I am too. Wow. The world is grateful he didn't listen. Yeah. So, folks, just be an encourager. Be that person. Boy, how God that can use people. I think. Should we take that as an encouragement, you know, since I was told I couldn't think for myself and just, you know, all I do is take orders. You were were told that when you were married and you were told that when you left the missions agency that I was doing. I was, you know, that uh, you want to talk about having misogynist in your life. You could write a whole book on misogyny. You could write a chapter per person, man, praise God. It'd be a pretty thick book. It would probably have like uh, 40 chapters in that bad boy of people you've been around. And uh, yeah, Stephanie has a way of drawing the creeps out, you know? Thanks. I appreciate that. Oh, man. That's all right. My sister's married creeps. You didn't marry a creep. They were, he was just no. related to weirdos. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> you know, really think that because that wasn't clear enough you don't think that i came out there with that one right <laughs> do you think i oh, missed no, something that on right you just you know you never mince any words i so. don't and I, and i told you at some point i'm just going to start giving names you know <laughs> i'm going to mark them with course division i'm going to put it on the internet put it on the podcast the tv show <laughs> stuff like that right now we're still in a we're still in a mellow mode right now but you know be careful if you mess with me, be careful. If you if you write in the top ten, you're out there. You're outed. It's coming. <laughs> oh man. Well, here we go. So anyway, we're in this eleventh proverb, and sadly, I'm not joking, by the way. But here we are in the eleventh proverb, and Rod first, you're finding great humor in this, man. I'm just picturing it, and it's way too real life. It's just Well, you know who I am. I mean, I I know. I suffer from an issue of having very little fear in my life, only the fear of God, you know. And uh, I think people should be told when there's idiots amongst us. I just I believe that. And uh so anyway, we're on verse 24. We tried yesterday, try as we might. We tried to do 23 and 24. Now we're not going to make any promises how far we're going to get. Because there's so much here in Proverbs that I think God's helping us with. And, uh, and so we're in Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 24. Uh, there is that scattereth and yet increaseth, and there is that withholdeth more than is meat, but it tendeth to poverty. Wow. Ah. Uh, you know, I, I think someone who scatters, in, in my mind, is a generous gentleman or a lady. Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, in the, it's not in the sense of being wasteful. Uh, 
you know, I think it's like biblical generosity. So I think it's important that we understand that part of the verse because I think that's, I think, you know, my research and stuff led to that. And, and there is that withholdeth more than is meat, but is tendeth to poverty. And uh, so that's, I think that's talking, Stephanie, about a stingy person. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who doesn't want to give, uh, you know, those are the people, they don't get anywhere in life. You know, you can't take it with you. What Billy Graham wrote a book one time years ago, and he put something out there. He never saw a hearse with a U-Haul behind it carrying people's money and goods. And, uh, you know, I, I want to be a scatterer. God help me be a scatterer. So what are you thinking, Stephanie, in verse 24? I agree a hundred percent. Um, I think I, uh, the, the verse says, um, that it is more blessed to give than to receive. And God gives, there's a sense in which when, you know, I think the bottom part of this verse has to do with faith promise, but that sense in which you make, you make giving your top priority. And I'm not saying savings, not important. I don't think it's, but there's a lot of stingy people out there who are stingy under the really, you know, spiritual cloak of I'm just saving. I'm just being wise with my money and I am all for being wise with your money. Amen. Uh, and I think a savings account is biblical. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, but when being stingy. Yeah, that's not. Um, is, is spiritual. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I, I've watched this happen and where being stingy is spiritualized God, God sees your heart. Okay. And when you can brag about how you save money by not giving gifts to people, that's embarrassing. Yeah. Okay. That's not godly. Or when you can joke about, you know, you give goodwill trash as gifts or whatever. And when you have the means to do way above and beyond, but you make that, that's a brag symbol to you because you're saving money. Shame on you. I'm yeah. sorry that, that shameful it is because Jesus gives us his best. Jesus sacrificed for us and we are to be showing his love to those around us. So if we can never sacrifice for people around us because we're quote unquote saving money, that's not biblical. And when I look at this verse, it makes me smile because there's this sense in which when we are willing to step up by faith and make a difference in someone else's life, we have no idea of the of the impact that our ch- choice to scatter might have. And I, this this verse is personal to me because there were people around the world when the kids and I, you know, came back from Africa um, with you know a, with suitcases. <laughs> we had left our home and and nine, you know all of our possessions that meant anything to us. Um, were left in Africa. And when we came home, Christians from around the world scattered. We got dumped on with so much love and generosity from Christians who yeah. were, were sacrificing for us. And you know what? Every single one of those people who did that for us are a part of the increase. Because of what they did, they're a part of any increase that God gives us in the ministries we're in now. Those people, their scattering is resulting in increase because they are the reason their sacrifice, their love, their prayers for us are the reason we're in the ministry we're in today. And so you never know, you will never know on earth 
the incredible increase that may come because you choose to scatter instead of being a hoarder. You choose to step out by faith and listen to the Spirit of God when He prompts you to make a difference in someone else's life, even if it means sacrificing of yourself. You have no idea of the spiritual increase that may come because of your choice to obey the Lord. Amen. And, and you know what? When you scatter, boy, I'll tell you, there's a sense that comes with that, a feeling. There's a, I mean, God, God doesn't take that stuff without multiplying it many times over. I mean, it just, boy, it makes you feel good. You're giving to people. And, uh, you know, I'm telling you, it just, it just feels good. We love giving to missions. We love giving to people. We love feeding people. We love taking care of people. We love taking people places. We, we just like, we just like doing that. And, uh, and, and here's a verse that, you know, I preached faith promise missions from this verse. And, uh, I, cause I tell you, I think it goes along very good with second Corinthians eight and nine, all those verses in there that are, uh, speaking about faith promise missions and, uh, you know, talking about that biblical generosity, there's nothing like it and scatter at the seed, the word of God. Uh, I mean, what a big deal that you get to, you know, I've always tried to be in, involved with biblical distribution, Bible distribution. And boy, what a difference it is to make that even now, even now, you know, up there at Fort Bragg, North Carolina, uh, the Keith family are passing out the word of God, even right now, because a church came through and, and uh, said, I want to pay for Bibles for them. Even yeah. now, the Martinez is out there, uh, Paris Island are passing out Bibles to Marines. Man, it just scattereth, making a difference, it, and it increases more. It's you know, and Second Corinthians nine, it talks about this great harvest, you know, and uh, it's it's there's going to be a great harvest when we scattereth for the Lord. Uh, we never lose, we never lose out when we give to God, when we trust God, we never lose out with that. And uh, so it's so important that we do that. But then the stingy person, Stephanie, on the other end of that, that stingy person boy, there's nothing there. You know, it's an empty suit. It's an empty person, that stingy person who's not given. And you know, there's yeah. people there socking away money. They're working an extra job. I would serve God, but I'm going to work for five more years till this is paid for. And I get all that. But when you're working for five more years till this is paid for, till you get another 50 grand in the bank, give some stuff away. Trust God, oh. throw it out there, throw your stuff out there, throw it out there all over the place. And let God work with that. So close us out, Stephanie, before we go to our next song, Fear Not My Child. Well, I would just close this out, close out verse 24 with, with remembering that our Savior gave his all for us. So it behooves us to follow in his example, in his footsteps, and be willing to give all of ourselves for the Lord and for those he puts in our path. To, to make a difference in their lives. That's right. For God so loved the world, he did what? He gave. Yeah. What an example of scattering right there. Well, folks, listen, we love you. We want you to listen to this song. This is a, our first song on the first CD, Fear Not My Child. And uh, the CD, CD is called Steadfast in Trials, Remaining Steadfast. And uh, just be steadfast, brethren. Here's the song, Fear Not My Child. Sometimes I wake with pain and fear of dying. It hurts so bad, no answers here to find. But then I hear my Savior softly speak. 
Your face reward, your comfort in your song. Thanks again, folks. We love you. If we can do anything for you, please look us up on Helpful Wounded Spirits. Drop us a, a message. We'll be sure to get right back to you as soon as we can. And please listen to every word Brother Eric has to say about knowing for sure that you know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. And uh, if you do know for sure, make sure you memorize what he's the verses he's sharing so that you can share them with someone else. Thanks a lot, folks. Have a great day. God bless you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, 
thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.